So now let's get to the tech side of things. Scott Kessler is here, global sector lead, technology, media, telecommunications, Third Bridge. Scott, great day to have you here. We got a good team because I want to know all about the Apple event. We got to talk about Adobe too, but the Apple event is on. They call it Time Flies. We knew it was going to be about the watch more than the phone, and we're already getting some news, right? Well, I guess some news, Nicole. I mean, right now it seems like the company has been talking uh, for a little while at this point about <clears throat> its new innovations around the Apple Watch. I'd say most notably is um, the Apple Watch Series 6. Um, they've talked about some new watch bands. They've talked about um, blood oxygen monitoring. They've talked about um, a family option. They've talked about a lower-end Apple Watch um, device option. Um, so there are a lot of things that they've talked about relative to the watch. I could argue, however, that perhaps the bigger news is that they're leading with the watch and may not even talk about um, new iPhones for another month or so. That's something that I think a lot of people probably were anticipating before this event, and that seems to have been confirmed thus far. You wonder why they had this event in the first place. I guess, to, you know, I, I can sort of sense a uh, lack of enthusiasm on your part, probably because, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, most people who are in the tech world are excited during this time in September because that's when the new phones come out, and that's what we're usually focused on. So, um, you know, different priced watches, cheaper watches, blood oxygen levels, um, all of these things seem exciting but not exciting enough? I mean, what are you telling me here? Yeah, I mean, well, look, I mean, the stock is up and the stock has been performing well. So I don't know that I'd say there's disappointment from an investing public perspective. That being said, however, <clears throat> this is definitely different than what we've seen in the past from Apple where they typically do a big in-person event where they talk about all the new devices, all the new hardware in or around, let's say, early to mid-September ahead of product availability in September to be shipped as soon as September or early October. Clearly, we have kind of a bifurcation here where it seems like the Apple Watch and some other um, products and services um, are going to be introduced and maybe launched today or soon thereafter, and then it seems like you're going to get um, the iPhone-focused announcement or even an event um, perhaps sometime next month. Right, and the Apple Watch Series 6 will be available on Friday. The uh, that There's an SE that starts at 279 The Series 6 is 399 folks, just to give you some details, right? So you have a cheaper model, a more expensive model. Um, What's interesting is that with what we're seeing with Apple, you know, they got to get this stuff out for the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe this is yep. a test of how to announce and show things virtually, and maybe that's why they separated it, so that this way this could be the test run for the phone in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so my take on that is a little bit different. Um, I think, number one, I mean, Apple's last reported quarter they actually showed some really good traction and momentum for iPhones. So I don't know that they felt um, any kind of need to rush things along. I think that 
Um, ah. The supply chain issues in Asia related to COVID-19 um, that we were observing and talking about going back to the beginning of this year. I think that definitely had an impact. I also think that there's so much for Apple to go through during these types of events. And what about that, iPads, right? iPads are supposed to be announced today too, with some details or maybe some new ones, I don't know. Yeah, and we'll see, right? But what's interesting, I think, is that for so long, it seems like Apple has been the iPhone company. And look, iPhone accounted for, I think, 44% of uh, the most recent quarterly revenues that have been reported by the company, but that's far lower um, than was the case just a few years ago. And so I think one of the reasons that you're seeing this is a separate freestanding event is number one, maybe they wanna wait on iPhones because there is momentum and they're not quite ready. Number two is the fact that now you can showcase those non-iPhone offerings that are really so important at this point to Apple's growth, particularly on a unit basis where there isn't really that much growth for iPhone, it's really about pricing. Yeah. And so what Apple, I think in, in part is trying to do here is showcase the Apple Watch, showcase Yeah, but let iPad, me ask you this. Showcase services. I, yeah, They're you know, not, I gotta pick your brain. I gotta get to Adobe, but I, just one quick question. So 5G, which is supposed to be the best thing on the planet since, since sliced bread, but it's not really available yet. So if they throw out a phone in the next few weeks, is that even going to be 5G compatible or it's going to be the kind of phone? I mean, what are you thinking it might be? You buy it now and it gets upgraded to 5G next year or something? Yeah, I mean, it's not clear, right? I think there's a lot of speculation yeah. about this phone and whether it's going to be 5G compatible. Frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if it were not fully 5G compatible for a variety of different reasons, including that it seems like the rollout of the technology from an infrastructure perspective isn't there yet. So why would Apple front run um, the network itself, right? So that's something, I mean, you make a good point. I feel like we've been waiting on 5G for years at this point. And to some extent, people have moved on to focusing on other things like digital transformation and cloud transitions and working from home, which clearly are bigger priorities, I think, in the enterprise and even for consumers than 5G. All right, hit me with Adobe. Adobe, you know, the shares are trading higher ahead of the company's third quarter earnings today after the closing bell. What are your thoughts on this? Is this a tech winner, stay-at-home trend? Yeah, so what, what's interesting to me about Adobe is that this is a company that was founded in, I think, 1983, 1982. It's been around for a while. Um, and the reality is, quietly, quietly, the company has become the world's second largest um, technology software company behind only Microsoft. It's really not a quintessential cloud or work from home play, but because they were really early to recognizing the power and possibility of the cloud, they embarked on that transition probably before most other major companies. As a result, they're better positioned in the cloud in terms of providing offerings and working with customers and they've been taking their kind of knowledge about their transition and imparting it very successfully uh, to their customers and end users. So what I would say is this is a stock that's up roughly 50% year to date. 
Um, it's performed very well operationally. And I think people are wondering about two things. One is kind of the sustainability of growth, particularly in the digital media business that's been driving um, performance and growth. In addition, um, it seems like there are some challenges with respect to the digital experience business, uh, which I think has been pegged as maybe you know the growth engine for the company in the out years. And that's something to watch for. That's more oriented towards um, advertising and marketing. They made uh, a transition related to the advertising cloud business yeah. last quarter. So the bottom line for Adobe is this is a company that's performed very well. It's not an obvious kind of digital transformation play, yeah. but they really have been seizing on that opportunity. And we'll see. They disappointed I just need a investors yes or no. for Q2. I'm sorry? Yeah. I just need a yes or no. A Apple's eighth generation iPad has A12 chip, 40% performance increase, two times graphics. Yes, great news or what? Give me a quickie. Uh, I would say people are not going to be overly excited about that. The iPad doesn't drive the operations at this point for Apple. All right. I'll put my Vuvuzela away for right now. Scott Kessler, <laughs> thank you. Global Thanks, sector lead, technology, media, telecommunications, third bridge. Thank you, Scott. Amazing as always.